Live from the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains, welcome to the Eggman Radio Addiction. And now stepping up to the microphone, the living radio legend, the Eggman, Ron James. Welcome radio fans. What's going on? All around the planet, you are tuned in. I am your living radio legend, Eggman Ron James. Email is radioaddiction at mail.com. That's radioaddiction at mail.com. And we're brought to you by the RWR political party, Republicans Without Religion. Now, that's not a serious thing, at least not yet. It should be. And uh, warning out to you, current topics are difficult to make funny. So the host may at any time, me, (laughs) say something distasteful and inaccurate and sometimes flat out stupid, right? In an attempt to uh, just all make y'all smile, laugh a little bit, okay? I mean, that's all. And, uh, you know, so uh, uh, kill me for that, right? No. And uh, let's see here, man. Let's take a look. What's going on today? What is today? It's uh, it's first off, wait, you know what today is. Tuesday, March 22nd. Uh, 2022, and it is uh, 9.42 a.m. when this is being recorded on a Tuesday morning, and it is uh, it's nice out, man. We've had a couple days of really nice weather here in the Carolinas and the uh, foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains, they call it. We got about uh, Biden heading off to Europe in an effort to uh, bolster Western alliances. Top story. Biden heads to Europe in an effort to bolster Western alliance. I mean, do most people really buy that uh, Biden's going to do anything over there but sleep and uh, put on a show on TV, reading the teleprompter, squinting like an embarrassment that he is to the country, right? I mean, come on. Jeez. Heads to Europe to bolster Western alliance. Do the uh, Biden people have it in them to even do this? All the people that are running the show for Joe now, because they just are, I guess they assume they know what Joe would do if he was back, if he was old Joe from like 20 years ago, I guess. But it don't even seem like the old Joe. I don't remember the old Joe being uh, uh, anti-cop, anti-democracy. You know, know, that part of Joe, I don't remember. Um, so they have, that's the part that they've influenced of Joe Biden, the, uh, the left-wing ultra liberal, uh, group out there. Yeah, that's what they've done, man. That's the part that they have influenced of a uh, good old Joe Biden. And, uh, now what is this? A uh, Biden said about leading a new world order. Was that, uh, I heard him say that and I figured it was just the same old bullshit by Joe. So there's going to be a new world order. It hasn't happened in a while, and America has to lead it. Now, it's like a negative connotation, right? So um, let's see here. President Biden, the former senator from Delaware. What? Who would call him that now? President Biden, the former senator from Delaware, addressed the uh, business roundtable on Monday. 
imagine that's a pretty boring place to be, the business roundtable. And uh, let's see, we're at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy. These are Joe's words, not just the world economy. Now, you got to remember, too, these words, anything that comes out of Joe's mouth is not really coming out of his mouth. In fact, when he actually talks, it's not even... Let, you know, it's not even intelligible. I mean, it's just like it's just like a bunch of garbled words. It says uh, not just the world economy, the world that occurs every three or four generations. The president said, "A general told me that 60 million people died between 1900 and 1946, and since then we've established a liberal world order, and it hasn't happened in a long while." What? Huh? A lot of people died, but. Nowhere near the chaos. I think Joe's talking here because it has that that ring to it, you know, of not making any goddamn sense at all. Now is a time when things are shifting and there's going to be a new world order out there and we've got to lead it. Oh, man. I don't know about that. What's so bad about that, right? A new world order. Let me look that up and just see here if there's something... World order. Terrible radio, right? Should do your research before you get on the microphone, ding dong. Ah, shut up. Okay, while the phrase New World Order is generally used to denote a significant geopolitical change, it can also designate a conspiracy theory that stipulates a secretive globalist authority. Well, man, that's all right on the money. Joe's telling the truth there. That's what these ultra-crazy maniac liberals want to do right there, man. And control the world under a totalitarian regime and strip sovereign countries and its citizens of their freedom. Jesus Christ, Joe. I knew there was negative connotation to that. And they didn't. that hasn't been talked about at all. But that's what he said? <laughs> He's so fucking out there, man. That guy. What a freaking joke. Sorry. All righty. Let's see. Um, Vladimir Putin battles Ukraine, revolt, and his head. He losing it, question mark. Or no, it's he losing it. He losing it? That's got to get the right inflection point. <laughs> Joe Biden. God. Squinty Joe. Squinton and man, you know, teleprompters, you're supposed to, um, the whole point of a teleprompter is to make it look like you're somewhat not reading when you're live. You know, you're supposed to look back and forth. I mean, there's one in front of you, there's one on each side of you, and you can look from side to side and it's the flow stays the same. And the person running the teleprompter is controlling it like manually. He's, he's scrolling it down were to put all the places there. And then there's these things called periods and commas. And Joe Biden doesn't even know what those are anymore. Maybe he just can't see them. Because every day he just runs everything together and then he mumbles like key words, really important words. So, yeah, I got Putin out there uh, panicking, right? That's what they're trying to get get us to believe, that Putin's panicking over a, a revolution in Moscow, right? as he is uh, in a fierce battle to take over Ukraine. We'll be back. Forbes magazine selected Corona Cigar Company as the best of the web, and Cigar Aficionado magazine described Corona Cigar Company as the largest best stock cigar shops in America. Here's the founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borsowitz. 
We created Corona Cigar Company's retail stores and cigar bars so you and your friends could relax and enjoy the ultimate cigar experience. And we've created our website so you can shop online as well. It's easy to remember, coronacigar.com. We feature thousands of name brand cigars and accessories at discount prices. Check out our exclusive line of cigars, including Avo Lounge, CAOS Caparate, Cielo, Florida Cielo, Cost Cutter Bundles, Ranchero, and Corona Nicaraguan Cigars, just to name a few. And your satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back. Be sure and join our email list for the latest cigar deals and event info. It's the best spam on the web. So save time and money and visit coronacigar.com. Welcome back to Eggman Radio Addiction Program. Eggman Ronnie James on your radio with you. We've got, uh, oh, the email. Radioaddiction at mail.com. Radioaddiction at mail.com. I don't want to miss all those great emails I get from people hating on me. Telling me you're stupid. and da, 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 da. I mean, I get a few of those. Actually, most of the time it's people complaining. They want to be on the show. Why don't we take calls? And I'm like, no, no, no. You know, I've I've been doing radio for a long time, and uh, every time I've ever I've been involved in radio, it usually means that the um, if there's going to be a call, you know, or there's a caller radio program, sometimes it just ruins the show. Sometimes you're just better off to have the host, especially on a short show, daily show like this. I don't get time to take calls. Um, you know, I mean, unless it's somebody famous. <laughs> Other than that, you peons are uh, just uh, not going to have a chance. Okay, so what? Well, yeah, uh, Putin panicking over the revolution in Moscow, you know, and it's like, and I don't think Putin's panicking about anything. And, and just be careful of narratives, okay, and what they're trying to sell us, you know, how, uh, uh, you know, and, and make sure you watch both channels with a uh, little bit of a, you know, one eye kind of, uh, you know, really, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because they do, they're, they're, you know, I mean, Fox is trying to sell that Zelensky's a hero and, you know, um, and and yeah, but if you you got to get your news from everywhere, man. You got to get a little bit from Tucker, a little bit from uh, Sean, a little bit from uh, well, the Five. I like to watch, and I definitely got to watch um, a little bit of CNN or MSNBC. You got to get a little hint of what's going on because, man, oh man, still a very different view of what's going on. They're still. And I get it. They're giving Biden a pass now. Now, because I think they've realized what a mistake it was that they helped get him in there, the media, you know, by and it single handedly was done by. I mean, we know now the, the, the you know, the as soon as somebody, you know, says, uh, oh, the election was rigged. You know, Trump says the election's rigged. Oh, he's crazy. He's waiting for the Martians to come and pick him up. You know, it, it's it's not that way at all. You know, because as soon as you say that, the anti-Trump, uh, Trump derangement syndrome freaks have to up their medication like right away to uh, be able to have a conversation with you. We had a horrific uh, China airline crash. 132 people in a uh, did a nose dive. I thought I saw somewhere where they um, 
350-mile-an-hour nosedive where somebody's got that on video that somebody actually saw it happening. You know, it's funny. When I see an airplane, I think, oh, man, I should get my phone out and get ready in case it crashes. No? <laughs> you know, it really makes you realize, you know, how long has it been since a major airplane crash? I think it's been a while. You know, we're um, it's still, you know, much safer than uh, driving in a um, Elon Musk Tesla on auto drive, you know? <laughs> I keep seeing these things about auto drive, computer driving car kills person and da, 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 da. You know, as long as that's out there at all, I mean, it's like that needs to kind of be perfected, you know, I think before people are really going to feel confident about it. Just, and it seems weird. I could only imagine how weird that would feel to sit behind the wheel of a Tesla and press the button and say, take me to work, James. You know, it's like, okay, sir. Boom. Kind of cool in some ways. You can play on your phone. Hell, you could do work. You, even if you travel for an hour each way, you could make good use of that time. Have your desktop, uh, you know, have your uh, laptop, <laughs> a little platform next to you, man, a little paperwork going, phone calls, da-da-da-da, right there in your little mobile office, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Judge Clarence Thomas hospitalized since Friday. Now, why is that? What does that mean? The whole problem is uh, Judge Clarence Thomas, black conservative judge. He's the guy. And that was always a weird thing. The girl, uh, cannot remember her name, black girl who was an intern for him or his secretary or something. And she said that he uh, sexually uh, harassed her and um, made, you know, uh, rude remarks to her, you know, sexual remarks to her and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and, and it was always to me, why, I, you know, why did she come out and say that? And that's always the side I look at. It's even with, um, the other Supreme court guy, the white guy, Kavanaugh and how they said that he supposedly raped or forced himself on that girl back when he was in college, you know, and, you know, I, and I'm one that always thinks that, you know, the truth is somewhere in the middle. So, you know, I'm not right away. I mean, that chick that was accusing Kavanaugh was a weirdo anyways. I mean, she just seemed very strange. And then, you know, to come out all these years later and it's like, what's the motivation behind it? Are you so desperate for attention or are you like starved of getting a book out there? Or, you know, what is it that, you know, what are you going to gain from it? And then why would you do that? You know, it's like the Monica Lewinsky, you know, no matter what she does, she's known for giving Bill Clinton a blowjob. I mean, let's get real. That's it. I mean, no matter what. It's like, you know, if you meet Monica Lewinsky, you're going to want to go, hey, Monica. And if you meet the girl that um, the woman that, uh, you know, Judge Clarence was supposedly harassing, it was something about the, uh, you know, you want to ask her, uh, is it true there was a, uh, a pubic hair? On the, what happened to my audio? There it is. Jeez. Is it true that there's a uh, a pubic hair on your Coke? <laughs> Wasn't that the thing? It was like, yeah. He took a drink of his Coke that I brought him, and uh, he said, there's a pubic hair on here. Is it yours? I mean, man, oh, man. How do you make something like that up? The woman. How would you, know, what, what do you come up with that, really? I don't know. I kind of always believed the woman first, you know, because I know us guys and how twisted and fucked up we are, you know. I'm a man. I realize these things. We'll be back. Eggman Radio Addiction. Uh, don't touch it. 
John Jameson found himself stranded in the unforgiving forest of Karna with an injured horse, a cart of his famous whiskey, and a pack of wolves even less forgiving than the aforementioned forest. Smoke billowed from the beast's nostrils as they closed in. Jameson was reluctant, but with his whiskey threatened, he had no choice. He took his dagger and plunged it right into a Kilkenny apple, using the slices to train that pack of wolves into a world-class dog sled team. The whiskey was saved, his horse recovered nicely, and Jameson even made it home in time for a lamb dinner. Where have you been? Your dinner's cold. But just as he feared, his wife saw the wolves and insisted they keep them. Old Jameson could be seen walking those wolves around Dublin for the rest of his days. Even though she'd promised they'd be her responsibility. Today's adventure brought to you by Jameson Irish Whiskey. Taste above all else. Taste responsibly. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by the John Jameson Import Company, purchased New York. Welcome back, Eggman Radio Addiction Program. And, uh, yeah, we're talking about Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. And um, the reason I brought that up is it leads into um, one of the topics that I, I, I put on here for the day. Uh, who and why did Biden, Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, pick black SCOTUS nominee Katanji Brown Jackson? Katanji, Katanji. Uh, look out for uh, chicks with three names is what I say, those uh Katanji Town, Katanji Brown Jackson. It doesn't. It sounds like sounds militant, right off the bat. Ooh man, careful with her. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're a white guy. You know, you know, because you know, and 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 she says she's going to be fair. And I saw the Republicans. You know, they're saying that they're not going to do what the Democrats did to. Kavanaugh, you know, with their so-called lies and everything, da-da-da-da. Well, you know, I think they need to quit crying about the Kavanaugh thing first off. He's a grown man. He got in anyways, whether he did that or not. And, you know, like I said, if the truth is somewhere down the middle, it wasn't really rape. We were drunk. You know, I kind of, you know, kissed her belly button and got out of control, whatever, you know. And the same with the, um, you know, Clarence Thomas and uh, Anita Hill. That was her name. Anita Hill. Yeah. And uh, you wonder about this kind of stuff. But, yeah, that's why we have the uh, story out there of Biden choosing uh, this chick, Katanji Brown, because supposedly she is a radical black woman, or at least that's kind of what they, I think, are trying to push here. They don't want her on the Supreme Court because they're afraid. Uh, but if and the only thing that I have seen so far is that she's been supposedly lenient on like certain types of sex offenders or certain types of crimes with uh, child pornography, where the guy was either looking at porn or he disseminated it, which means you're like not only are you looking at it, but you're distributing it to other people, you know, and. 
if they weren't distributing it, they only looked at it, she gave them supposedly lighter sentences, or at least that was her excuse. And I see Josh Hawley, you know, kind of going after her like that. Um, you know, if that's the only issue they can pull up, then she needs to be put in because that is strictly based on, you know, and, and what they're, and that, like I said, if that's all you got to hang your hat on, then nominate her. It's not, you know, pick your battles, learn to fight another fight the next day, you know, whatever that saying goes, you know, don't waste time on that crap. So, um, yeah, you know, it's like you really, you know, you'll wonder. I mean, and it's replacing a liberal for a liberal anyway. So it's not like, you know, although with um, Justice Brown, I mean, Justice Thomas going out and he's a conservative and a conservative black, which is, you know, I mean, to be on the Supreme Court, you know, I doubt Clarence Thomas, Thomas lets the issue of being a black person affect his judgment. You can just tell. Whereas this Katanji Brown chick, I don't know. I don't know because we've seen so much of that lately in the legal system and just in general, uh, black people that say and do things because it promotes black people. That's just like Biden. Oh, yeah. And the biggest problem with the whole Katanji Brown choice was not her. It was the way Biden chose her and how he worded it when he did. He said that he was, you know, he said right out that he was going to pick a black woman to be on the Supreme Court, period, that he wasn't even going to look at any white men or white women. You know, that to me, that's not picking the best person. That's, you know, changing the curve, you know, that's uh, lowering the bar, for everybody, and that's not right. It should be the best legal mind, period, for the time. You know, someone that will interpret the Constitution, and that's all that really matters is your interpretation of the Constitution, and that's really the only thing that should be in these um, these court. I mean, these uh, hearings that they're going to have. You know, these approval hearings or whatever they call them. All right, so we got Biden in Poland. Uh, we'll take time out to visit a kid's clothing store. Oh, that was me. That was my story. I'm kidding about that. Biden was seen sniffing little girl's sweaters, and uh, unfortunately, they still had them on. Yeah, let's see. Uh, oh, there was a, a mansion out there, best known as the home of uh, Tony Montana in the film Scarface, okay? Now, the Scarface mansion that the movie was filmed in, and I have some personal uh, uh, knowledge of this. My, a good friend of mine is uh, Stephen Bauer from um, uh, Scarface. I've known him for a long time uh, through some uh, other people. And down in Miami in my days, hanging around with Julio Iglesias and Stephen Bauer and, you know, some people like that. Yeah, you know, when you're... Big time washed up radio star. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that mansion is uh, going for a measly, okay, a measly 40 million bucks. All right, think about that. That mansion is going for 40 million bucks. That's pretty damn serious, okay? All right, we got that trans swimmer guy uh, out there. He threw his final race, it seems like, of the season or something like that. I think there's going to be more of this story coming, possibly. 
The whole trans swimmer story is weird anyways, you know? Um, just, uh, and I, say, I don't mean it in a negative way, but the fact that a guy would want to get out there and just annihilate women, it's, it's, a, it's a strange thing. I'm going to change sex, come back as a woman, and then beat all the women because I'm physically still a man. Oh, the Indian takeaway. Overordering is never a mistake. You've got to have prawn puri and a taco dal and a garlic naan. But what if I go hungry? Mm, better get a Rogan Josh in as well. The delivery arrives. It's £93.48, though. You stare in awe at the creaking stack of metal tins. Looks like curry for breakfast again. Magic! You crack open a bottle of ice-cold Cobra with a smile. <laughs> cobra. Brewed with less fizz to go perfectly with curry. Love curry. Love Cobra. When you came in the air went out And every shadow filled up with doubt I don't know who you think you are but before the night is through I'm gonna do bad things to you, to you, with you yeah, it's a big difference there, right? You gotta change the uh, inflection point. <laughs> All right, so this trans swimmer guy, girl, it, you know, it's just a tough story, you know. I mean, should it be okay for him to come back and swim as a woman, you know, and dominate the sport, or is it unfair? I see both sides again here. I really do. I mean, if you're she's. It's actually a woman now, a physical woman. Now, but see, my issue would be is if if, is it, if it can have a baby, then I would say you're a woman, okay? If that dominates and you can get pregnant and have a, a baby, then you're a woman. You should be able to swim in the woman's Olympics or swimming meets or whatever. I don't know. What are you going to do? Do, 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 do. Okay, uh, stupid show, uh, Maury. You know that show, Maury, Maury Povich? Uh, it's been on. Believe it or not, that show has been quietly uh, successful <laughs> for 30 years. I think the first 10 or 15 years, it was big. You know, it was like, cause it, it was actually kind of lame. It was, uh, but it was always about, uh, it ended up being, it used to be, like, had multiple uh, topics, you know, Maury would do different things. And then I think once he hit on the, um, uh, it ain't my baby shows, you know, that ain't my baby. Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Where they did the DNA testing, where they do the DNA testing and they bring on a guy and, uh, he's supposed to be checked to see if, um, you know, the baby, his baby mama, it's actually his baby. And then they do a test and then they, they come back and they, you know, and it's always ends up in a fight. You know, if it's, uh, you know, uh, it's, you know, or, or, or he, he's lying about it being his baby or he's lying about it not being his baby or he's not taking responsibility or, or whatever it is. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it sure seems like that, uh, sure seems like that, that this is a strange thing, man. You know, and the fact that that show is off, I always hated that. There was always something really trashy about their show, you know? Hey, um. Uh, it is better to conquer yourself than to win a thousand battles. Then the victory is yours. Email is radioaddiction at mail.com, radioaddiction at mail.com, Eggman 
Over and out. That wraps up another Eggman Radio Addiction. See ya.